Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hey, hello. So, a bit of a busy week there uh, so far, Derek. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, it's just been going nonstop, man. We had the Paddling Film Festival two days ago. The second annual Paddling Adventures Radio Film Festival. Film Festival, yeah. But it was, you know, it's what, the 13th year that... Uh, yeah, it was. They've changed it this year. It was the Real Paddling Film Festival, and I think when they've changed the, all the magazines to the Paddling Magazine, mm-hmm. they changed the festival as well. They mm-hmm. just dropped the word "real," yeah, and called it the Paddling Film Festival. Yeah, it works. So yeah, works for us. So we had it at Drums and Flats uh, here in Ajax, just you know, stumbling distance from that house. It was a lot of fun. Fourteen foot. High def TVs, six of them. <laughs> yes, like that was awesome. yeah, that was it was crazy. And plus, there was two what what uh, fifty or sixty inches behind the bar. Behind the bar, yeah, yeah. It was. It didn't matter where you looked. There was uh, it was a wall of video. It was awesome. Yeah, you know what? There wasn't a bad seat in the house to mm-hmm. watch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If if you had a obstructive view, you just turn your head a few degrees, and there's another TV in front of you. Well, and everybody that came in, um, like the same reaction you and i had the first time we went there you walk down the stairs you walk in the door and all of a sudden you see these tvs yeah. and everybody's just like really whoa wow <laughs> big wall of tvs yeah so yeah it was it was it was pretty good uh, everybody seemed to have uh, a good time over 70 people yeah it was a good turnout it really was i was i was very happy it was it was good this year to be able to have people walk in say have you guys bought pre-bought tickets and they say no and you go okay Hand over your cash and grab a seat, <laughs> you know, because last year we yeah. ended up having to turn people away because we just didn't have the room for it. Yes. Yeah. Right? We had a smaller venue last year. Yeah. And I like this venue because we've got room to grow. A lot of room oh, to grow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, because it can hold, what, uh, 150 people? So we can they, double our size. They said 150, but he said it's not that comfortable with that many people in so there. So 149. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't want them, you know elbow to elbow yeah. sort of thing you want you know but there was a but, lot of empty seats there was a lot yeah. of flexibility for yeah. if we had like another 30 or 40 more people oh yeah easy easy we could go up to 100 easy and still yeah. be everybody would have been really comfortable so um yeah so we'll, we'll do it again next year i'm thinking same bat time same bat place yeah. you know it's uh, a good location and they they were like the staff there were awesome the uh the yeah. manager everybody they, you know what they were to. they were a bit slow to begin with but because, you know, doors were supposed to open at 6.30 and everybody yeah. just started showing up at 6. Mm-hmm. And I guess, yeah, like you'd said yesterday was, you know, oh, they must have just come from work. Yeah. You know, when we were talking about it. Um, but no, you know, once once they got into the swing of it and they got their re- yes. initial orders out yeah. and everything, it just picked right up. And uh, yeah, there was a couple of guys came down to watch the, the, the Leaf game and we just <laughs> said, not on? happening. <laughs> and they were just sort of like... <laughs> but they have a couple of TVs upstairs, yeah. so they yeah. were just able to go up there and watch the game up there. But um, who did we We had Alan Drummond from um, Kingdom Outdoors. Yep. He uh, brought some door prizes, which we gave away. That, and, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was really cool. And he, he, uh, he introduced the film Freedom uh, because it has to do with his friend Emily. Uh, it was filmed by Go Irimoto in yeah. uh, down Harbor Front. Yes. Right? Um, so Alan came out. Uh, he added some humor because, you know, we make fun of him. He makes fun of us <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> publicly. Yeah. Uh, it was great to have him there. David Lee, the passionate paddler, showed up. Yes. You know, we had him introduce a film as well about the, the canoe. Um, Warren King. We had him yep. on our show We've there had one, yeah, exactly, last yeah. month there, the yeah. Mackay Paddle Surf. Yeah, it was nice stand up paddle boarding. Nice seeing him again. Yeah, he came out. And actually, uh, the, one of the waitresses was saying, Where, who was that guy that did the, the paddle, the stand up paddle boarding thing? She wants to get into it. So I passed, oh, passed off. And then near the end of the evening, he happened to be standing there when she was standing there. So I just introduced oh, him. Okay, and I perfect. guess they have a little yeah. chit chat, which is really cool. Because that's what it's about, right? Yes. Getting everybody all it's networking, it's all networking the, the community going on there, right? Yeah. Uh, they were good films. We, uh, I, I enjoyed them anyway. 
Yeah, it was uh, there, there was a uh, there was lots to choose from. Uh, we you know obviously you have to we can't play ten hours of uh, video and movies. Well, we could just no one would hang around because <laughs> you know it's a work yeah. night, no. So we pared it down to what we thought best fitted our group, and we were yeah. trying to be diverse. You know, trying to get all the different uh, you know paddling, you know, Santa kayaks and Santa, yeah. And, so and it worked out quite well, I think. It, it was, was uh, it was really kayak heavy this year. It was selection. It was very kayak heavy. There wasn't a lot of. I mean, there was a couple little short ones about um, the birch bark canoe. And, yeah. Uh, connected by canoe. Yes. Um, the dugout, that that sort of stuff. But no, no long canoe films. No, there was just all the like we we played a few short ones, like three mm-hmm. minutes each or yeah, something. Six but minutes. There was no, there's no epic canoe journeys trip, or anything. Journeys. Yeah, apparently we, that was an off year. <laughs> 2017. Yeah. No, we're just not doing any big journeys this year. <laughs> Save them for next year. Yes, yes. Uh, but you know what? We we'll do it again next year. And I mean, but it, it was last year. There seemed to be a lot more canoe. So maybe just goes in cycles. Yeah, it's yeah, stuff, right? it's, it's yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah, it's something different all the time. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of kayakers there. Because I had asked how many people were kayakers, and a lot of hands shot up. Yes. How many were canoe trippers? Not as many. How many stand-up paddle boards? Not as yeah. many. Rafters? How many rafters? Not as many. Oh, hand. he must still be in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently nobody, nobody does the rafting. Yeah. But uh, no, nah, it was good. It was good. And uh, so we'll do it again next year, same time. Uh, it's the Tuesday after um, St. Patty's Day. Yes. I guess yeah. that's what we did last year. That's mm-hmm. what we did la- this year. It works. So, it's a good time of year. Yeah, because yeah. everybody's, you know, not going out partying because they just did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they just want to sit down. Yeah, and, it's a nice sit-in. You know? And it's, it's a perfect time to do it at the bar because you come from work, you sit down, yes. you get some food, you get a drink with your friends, and, and, and I you think just that's watch what, all the movies. Yeah, that, That's the key thing that I like about it, the way that we've been doing it. Like, I've, I've we've been to a couple symposiums, theater style, mm-hmm. and everybody gathers around. I, I like the fact that we can come together as a community, you know, share a few drinks together. Everybody has a nice meal together. We chat with the group, chat with the crowd. And, and so it's a more personal level. And, and you're not just sitting there watching. You're... Yeah. In amongst each other, like there was, there was one group there that uh, had a map out planning yes. trips on the middle of the table. So I thought that was awesome. This is, yeah. this is exactly what I wanted to present, right? Mm-hmm. This, this family theme thing. And what was interesting is, uh, actually, the, the one with the map was um, Bryce. Was it? Yeah, Bryce and his uh, friend okay, were there. Yes, they yeah. had the map there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> at, at the end of the night, I, uh, I approached the staff and I asked them how it went for them, and they said it was like fantastic they said yeah. it was uh it was perfect they had lot, lots of business and lots of sales and stuff like that and the girl she made a comment and i thought it, it was it was typical for what i always hear but it was interesting for her perspective because she's she's not in the paddling right she yeah. was she i think she expressed to you that she's interested in getting in the stand-up paddleboarding paddle when she board, saw yeah. warren king but what she said to me was wow what a polite group of people she said she's never seen such a large group where everybody was just polite and this and that and she was really impressed I said well that's kind of the, the crowd that paddling yeah. draws it's very level headed we're not any, we're not it's not like paddlers go out and have a big rager every weekend right we it's, don't <laughs> well, apparently you're hanging around with the wrong group my friend let me get you on this apparently. list <laughs> but yeah she was really impressed with how uh, calm collected and polite the, our entire group was that was there well I turned around at one point and her and the the bartender there they were watching the the screen behind the, yeah. the bar and it was uh, the film inside the Indus um, okay, yes. all the white water stuff mm-hmm. and they're just looking at it like Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. I I heard you know? that the, I heard comics like that too from yeah. over my side of the uh, of, of the pub. Yeah. That's was... a, I'm looking at that. I'm going, yeah, I'm going to nope right out of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for if, if anybody that was at the uh, film festival last year saw the Eye of God, uh, this is pretty much the same style. Yeah. Uh, well, one guy almost dies. Like yes, yeah. You it's, know, I mean, yeah. it's it's there. It is big water. It is huge. I mean, yeah, the guy's going, and then all of a sudden he's just disappeared. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, bloop, pops up like a bobber. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> you were gone a long time. <laughs> yeah. So definitely do it again next year with yes. a whole bunch of new films and mm-hmm. stuff. And it was it was really. Uh, I can say there's some pretty cool ones in there. Yep. Uh, Bass by kayak. That was funny. 
that was can... I would have to say that was my favorite and yeah. we we kicked it off with that one and uh, if anybody's going like the, we're not going to talk about it but no we don't want to ruin it yes, for you but hopefully if anybody goes out to another uh, the paddling film fest there's still quite a few left to go in the season but uh, hopefully they're going to play Bass by Kayak because I tell you that was that was a it, funny yeah. it was funny it was interesting there was excitement there was there was entertainment there was you learn from it it was it was really all well rounded but I think what really kicked it off for me for that one was the humor Yes. Like uh, there's and I was I was we had pre-watched it so I was watching the crowd to see their reactions and everywhere I laughed the crowd kind of you heard the a couple times everybody just burst out, burst laughing, out laughing and, and everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had the same reactions mm-hmm. as that we did when we watched them all. Yeah. So it's uh it was pretty good. But yeah, you know what? Every, I didn't hear a bad thing about the venue. Definitely didn't hear a bad thing about the venue. Oh, uh, fantastic about the films. Venue. Everybody had a good yeah. time. Everybody's like thanks for putting it on. You know, yeah, and just like you said, like everybody was really, really nice there. Yeah. Um, you know, yes, yeah, seventy people, seventy strangers in a room. Yes. You know, it's. it's <laughs> and my mama yeah. always told me not to talk to strangers. Yeah. yeah you, you said kind of nervous about tonight. Why? Yeah. Well, because it's like all these strangers. <laughs> I know you got a bad memory, but you remember we did this last year. <laughs> but they're new strangers. <laughs> Okay, Derek. <laughs> but, you know, it's we'll it's one of those that. things. Once I get into it, like, well, oh yeah, what it took me almost a year to feel comfortable talking and recording, doing the right the uh, yeah. podcast, right? So, but as soon as I stood up in front of the crowd, it's like it's it's business, right? Yeah. So it's it's like my brain does a different thing, and it's like this is what I have to do. So I just the nervousness goes away. Yeah, it was fun. Like we had the uh, the door prizes and all that. And yeah, that was fun. I love giving away door prizes. Unlostify. Yes. Totally forgot to to mention them in our little earlier here. Oh, so they yes, they yes. Uh, donated uh, a little yeah. uh, a prize there for maps. So um, yeah, we gave that away, and yeah. uh, somebody is going to get the map of their choice from them, mm-hmm. which is really cool. A uh, nice new brand spanking. Yeah, I got you know, fresh I gotta, off the presses. I got to check out Unlostify and and uh, some of the places that I go. I got to get a couple. I want to check out. I've seen the maps. I've seen the quality, and uh, it's different from what Jeffrey used to create. It's a it's a yeah, new it's, yeah. It's changed. But a bit. I like it. I like what he's done, and it's really interesting. It's very it's very modernized, up to date map making and map creating. Mm-hmm. It's 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 almost like. You know, all these technological, it's like this is what the next iteration, next advancement of maps you would expect to look like. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's really nice. I'm looking forward yep. to getting my first one. Um. So, yeah. So it was good. We'll do it again next year. Hopefully yes. everybody's going to join us. Yes. And there's like, I, I, what was interesting is like amongst the comments that we heard, like, you know, the, the, the uh, server was saying how polite the crowd was and stuff like that. And then you noticed, noted that it was very kayak heavy and yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I, I had, uh, I heard from two different people uh, come up to me afterwards. One was a comment was in passing. The other comment was it became a conversation about it and it was I hadn't really thought about it and and I think I don't recall us having this conversation when we previewed all the videos but she was saying that uh, she was surprised that there was no women's or female content the only one that we that I can recall of note was the freedom one Mm -hmm. uh, Alan Drummond's friend with Emily yeah with Emily so there was there was a it was a lot of uh, a male male driven content but i don't think it was i mean you got to be careful when when people say that yes um in the case of the film i mean number one maybe it's just the fact that no females Nobody were out there doing any. films yeah this yeah. year just like is it there was no mm-hmm. not a lot of canoe films this yeah. year so it could be any number of reasons i mean i know there's people that want to uh, just draw conclusions from from nothing, so to speak. Yes, and uh, that's you know? what you know. In this triggered world that we live in now, that's mm. that's a lot of what we get, right? It's, yeah. uh It's uh, you know, it's that's not eco. That's I, not I don't want to. I don't want people to be saying that the film festival is sexist just because. Oh, there's absolutely no, not. You no. know, there's no films no. done by women or about women. Yes. Well, if there's none. If nobody if creates nobody it. creates it, then yeah. you can't put it what in. What can you do? So. But hopefully, you know, that's that's not to say that there's not some in the works for next season, right? Exactly, yeah. What what it uh, one thing I did note that after that comment, I I started looking online and and looking more into it, and I came across an article uh, 
Do you recall what the publication was where I saw this? Oh, uh, it was on Rapid Media site. Yes. Adventure Kayak. Yes. Yeah, Adventure Kayak, Rapid Media. And it was, uh, I'm, I'm not going to get too much into it. Everybody can make their own uh, opinions on it. But it was, uh, they talk about gender equality in elite stand-up, in elite stand-up paddleboard. And there was a... Uh, These are the competitions, right? Yeah, the major yeah. competitions. And uh, so I, I did a little bit of looking into it. And they talked about it in this article what, uh, 2014, they had the first elite stand-up paddleboard uh, competition, and uh, it's like, uh, it's a Red Bull competition, mm-hmm. right? They, Red Bull does a lot of these huge competitions. So they, uh, it, it, it was an all-male group in 2014, and there was some minor female content. 2015, there was nothing. 2016, they came back, and, and they started equalizing it because, like, you know, like uh, in the first year, there was some minor female content, and uh, competition and like the top male winner was ten thousand dollars and the top female winner was twenty five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And what they did when they came back in twenty sixteen, it was equal prize across the board for male female. Well, twenty sixteen the big competition they were saying the women were not invited on the big one. Was it twenty twenty sixteen and then twenty seventeen? Yes, and the, so and that was yeah. and that's where a lot of it came out. And there was another there was a movement afoot for. For this and uh, a, a female stand-up paddleboarder, she started this uh, trending hashtag thing, and there's been a lot of media uh, light. You know, they're shining a media light on the whole thing, and so that October 2017, when they did the elite stand-up paddleboard competition in San Francisco, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Anyways, there there was there was no females invited to compete. Yeah, and it yeah, was, that was the 2017. Yeah, it was a big thing. It's like, why wouldn't they be? Yeah. Like, uh, and we've always made the joke, well, I I don't think women should be on the water, but that's just because they're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> They'll make me look bad. <laughs> they make me look bad. You know. Yeah, you know what? Like you can't it, it's foolish to 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 not invite them. Yeah. Cuz they're out there making just as big as the mark exactly. as the men are. Exactly. You know, like Yeah. And yeah, I I think that's part of the problem is like I say you joke about it, but some of these girls are are so much better than some of the guys. Oh, absolutely. You know? So it, it just surprises me that uh, some of these competitions and like Red Bull itself would would uh, really, you know, they would hurt themselves by mm-hmm. not, you know, inviting and having, you know, female competition or a mixed competition. Yeah. I'd be I'd be interested to see that. Well, you know what? You they see can... some of these big uh, surfing competitions, yeah. it's male-female. Yeah. Right? They, I mean, they you know what? They, they, could, they could make the events bigger by having... The female, the male, and like a co-ed sort of competition, competition, yeah. mixed, yeah. mixed co-ed, whatever mixed, you want to yeah, call it, mixed right? Competition. Yeah, I mean, you just make it that much bigger, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. yeah, you know, like I, it can only only promote the sport that exactly. much more. Exactly. To to me, the the gender equality thing mm-hmm. by by eliminating the females out of it is just as bullhooey. Yeah, but so if, it, yeah, if if you go to the uh, the Rapid Media site, yes. Adventure Kayak, and and just Google gender equality in elite SUP, the article will be there. And uh, I I'd say just give it a quick read and yeah, make up your mind about it. But uh, I I know my opinion is yes. let them let them go, let them come in. Absolutely, it we shouldn't be we shouldn't be closing doors to people in this day and age. No, no, you know what? That's that's crap. Uh, speaking of this day and age, do you know what today is? Uh, the second day of spring. Second day? Third day? Second day? Well, you know, it confused me Third at first day? because somebody I went to work and somebody said, hey, first day of spring, it was the 20th. And it's like, no, the first day of spring's on the 21st. Yeah, so this Not is this the third year. day. This is the third day of spring now. 22nd, yes. right? Yeah, today's 22nd. Yeah. yeah, so it's the third day of spring. Yes. Yeah. But we're recording out of the 21st. Yeah. <laughs> From this recording, 12, you know, what is, actually, now, yeah. well, from recording this, two yeah. hours from now, it'll be so, the third day of spring. Um, <laughs> it's March 22nd every year for the past 25 years has been World Water Day. So happy World Water Day. Okay. And 25 years of World Water Day, and yeah. this is the first time I've heard of it? Yeah, you're just not in the they loop, need buddy. Some more pro- they need somebody promoting some it more, better. Some more promotion. World Water Day is March 22nd every year, and it's about focusing attention on the importance of water. The theme, and they have a theme every year. The okay. theme this year is water. For, yeah, is, is water. 
Nature for Water, exploring nature-based solutions to the water challenges we face in the 21st century. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, who knew? Yeah. Uh, and they go on to, to they talk about everything. There's, there's a whole bunch of stuff on their, on their website. Environmental damage together with climate change is driving the water-related crisis we see around the world. Floods, drought, and water pollution are all made worse by degrading vegetation, soil, rivers, and lakes. When we neglect our ecosystems, we make it harder to provide everyone with the water we need to survive and thrive. Which is true. It is absolutely true. And I find it... uh like I every weekend, uh, me and my wife go walking with the kids. Usually, uh, Lake Ontario waterfront or somewhere's right, and mm-hmm. it's staggering that the, the amount of garbage you see along the shorelines. Yeah, and like I don't know what mentality it takes for you to go and get yourself a Tim Hortons coffee, and then Chuck it. as you hike along a beach, a pristine beach, you oh I'm done my coffee. You just drop it. Yeah. Because I just I don't understand the mentality of a person like that. Because on on our walk there was there was a couple coffee cups we saw that, like there was no sun bleaching of the of the of the ink on the the cup was fresh. It was a fresh. It cup, was a yeah. fresh cup that weekend, right? So somebody had just been there and had dropped their empty uh, Tim Hortons cup. Yeah, and it's, it's like it's it's I more f- and more. I find it very frustrating because it uh, it just goes to show the the ignorance that's out there for people who just drop stuff at their butt and just cast it away like it doesn't matter anymore it's like somebody else that for one it's it's you're hurting the environment but you're also basically saying this is somebody else's problem to clean up well look at all the uh the plastic they're finding these big plastic islands basically in yeah. the oceans and yeah. that right yeah this, it's all the, just the mid pacific gyre and the mid-atlantic gyre and they're, mm-hmm. they're talking like millions of tons of plastic just, just it collects floating. it's it's where the the trade winds and the currents all collect all this plastic yeah. into one central area and you know it's killing turtles killing whales killing yeah. fish it's, it's oh i'm tired of, of facebook you go on facebook and people are posting all this stuff you know whale sharks they're Diaries are cutting off nets and plastic stuff, mm-hmm. and turtles are pulling straws out of their noses, yeah. and all that. So it's like, oh, I get tired of tired of seeing it. Um, so, nature-based solutions have the potential to solve many of our water challenges. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you I want to say there's a there's a couple of them that are around where the water are put in ponds, and it settles. And goes into the soil back into the lake, and it's filtering. The soil and everything filters that dirty water. Okay. And when it gets to the lake, it's all cleaned. Okay. Right? So that's one of the nature-based... Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. Right? Yeah. Um, that they're saying to, to solve our water challenges. We need to do so much more with green infrastructure and harmonizing it with gray infrastructure wherever possible. When we're going down the Don Valley parking lot here in, um, yeah, <laughs> Don Valley Parkway. Parkway. Sorry, we just got the parking lot. Uh, do you ever see those things? They look like three giant elephant sort of things with no tops on. Yes. And there's planters on there's top. There's planters, and, and the rainwater goes in, and the soil filters that water down, down, down. Mm-hmm. And same sort of deal. Is that what they're for? Apparently. I was wondering about that, because I've seen yeah. them there on the side of the, what is it, south side, southeast end of the Don Valley yeah, Parkway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's what it's supposed like to be for. It's like a filtering. weird elephant things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, planting new forests, reconnecting rivers to floodplains, restoring wetlands to rebalance the water cycle and improve human health and livelihoods. Damaged ecosystems affect the quantity and quality of water available for human consumption. Today, 2.1 billion people live without safe drinking water at home, affecting their health, education, and livelihoods. Hmm. I mean, and I say the same thing because, as as I've mentioned before in our show, when I'm out on a kayak or a canoe trip, um, I guzzle water. Yeah. You know, and not being able to do that, like, I wouldn't be doing anything. Mm-hmm. I'd just be laying on a beach <laughs> without water. <laughs> <laughs> so March 22nd, take action wherever you are, whatever you do, make it about nature and water. And it's great when they do highlight stuff like this, like World Water Day, March twenty second every mm-hmm. year, and and it what it does is, uh, from my perspective, is it it highlights the issue, it brings attention to the issue, just like uh, Earth Day and and whatever, right? 
But the twenty first being yesterday was I think World Forests Day. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. So. But one thing I'd like to see is that, you know, I, I think that everybody should be focusing on water and the planet like that every day. Mm-hmm. And and I understand the theory behind it. World Water Day suddenly it's a big event to draw people's attention, and maybe they will continue on and and think about that three hundred and sixty five days a year. You know, but the majority of people. Yeah, the majority of people they yeah. they. But you gotta think. I mean, look what we do on the water. Mm-hmm. We're on the water paddling all the time. You're swimming yeah. in it. You're when you're camping. You're getting your you're drinking yes. water. You're cooking water. All that sort. Of, I mean, water is when you start to start to think about it. Yes. Even making a coffee. Yeah. It's water. Making orange yeah. juice, you know, it's water, juice yes. for your kids, that sort of Too stuff. Too many people right? that are unaware of that. And I, I obviously my kids are gonna be more aware of it because it's it's what affects me, what yeah. is, what interests me. But there's too many people out there who have been raised in a family who ignore the facts of what we're doing to the planet. Yeah. You know, they just throw the garbage out the window, they they consume whatever at a fast food place and just drop it out a window and i'm surprised when i go to the states to some of the fast food places and they're still handing the food out in styrofoam we don't do that here no uh, no not at major fast foods but i guess like mom no. and pop places we there's a, a do lot of styrofoam down in the mm-hmm. states which yeah. i just didn't it, it, it just took me to i surprised yeah. me down there a couple of years back and they handed me a drink in a styrofoam cup oh okay and i'm like what is the this? hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> we made it back to the fifties, Martha. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, worldwaterday.org. If you go there, you can find out more about resources, events, stories, fact sheets about water, the whole whole meal deal. They got a, quite a lot of information on that page. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you stop and think about it and you start paying attention, the amount of water that we use in a day, each person... Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's shocking. It's more than just getting that water bill at the end of the month going, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> you people flush the toilet way too many times and you have your showers are an hour and a half yeah. long. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's more than that. We got to watch our water. We yes. got to make sure it's clean because it's going to run. Well, they've had problems down in California the last few years too, right? With well, the droughts and everything. South Africa in uh, Cape Town. Yeah. Have you heard that story? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think we're there at the deadline right about now or within a couple of weeks where they they have been rationing their water. Mm-hmm. Like their reservoir, it, they said that when their reservoir gets down to, I think it was 12 or 14 inches, they, they're basically dry because they, yeah. they, can't, they can't suck the water from the reservoir anymore. And they're talking about Cape Town, South Africa is going to be a dry city. Like as it is, people are hoarding bottled water in their mm-hmm. houses and stuff, and you can't you can't go to a, a store and buy bottled water because it doesn't last long enough for you have to know when the truck's coming in, right? Oh, so can you imagine Cape, how much they're charging for it too? Yeah, you gotta exactly. think there's gouging going on. So it's like it, 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 with places like Cape Town, they're in the thick of it right now mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, water resources, and what they're gonna have to do is they're gonna have to start building en masse like water desalination plants. Yeah, they they're you know the uh, Cape Town is is surrounded by water. They're, they're it's a coastal city, mm-hmm. so they can they're going to have to do something like that. But it's uh, it's shocking to read about the the actions that the city itself are taking, and they've been uh, what they started uh, a year or two ago talking about. You know, only water your lawn once a week, and what was it last last fall? They're saying do not water your lawn. Yeah, just don't do it anymore, right? And uh, people are getting charged for trying to water the lawn. You're not charged for water washing your car in your driveway, and and people just. Don't I get I it. will if it means that I get to drink water. I'm yeah, I will drunk. have a <laughs> I will have a dead grass lawn. Yeah, and a dirty dirty car. I do so not care. The short sightedness of watering your lawn, knowing that within weeks the city is going dry of water. Yeah. Holy cow. Save yourself some chores. Yeah. Why, sit on your butt. Don't wash your car. Yeah. Don't mow your lawn. Exactly. Like, come on. So conserve your water. Check it and make sure it's clean. Help what you can. Go to worldwaterday.org and have a happy water day. World Water Day. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. Well, let's take a quick uh, commercial break here. And we'll come back. We've got a couple other little things to talk about. Be right back. Hi, this is Derek Sprest. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com. 
as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners, so if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. So, while we were on commercial here, one of the things you forgot that you wanted to talk about when we were talking the film festival was about networking. Yes, I wanted to mention that. It was... uh... And it's one of those things that's like, uh, hey, this podcast is finally paying off. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting for it to pay off. Anyways, uh, so uh, I'm really excited. So there's a few things uh, just networking amongst the people that were there. And uh, one of the things was, uh, and of of course, I kind of drew him into it when we, our last episode, when I, uh, you know, I talked about my mountaineering skills and my past and stuff. So anyways... Uh, David Lee is going to has extended an invitation for me to join him in the and Adirondacks next winter. I might be a spare because he's already got six people and he's just waiting for the final two. But uh, I might be uh, joining him on that uh, next winter. Yeah, so. I uh, heard him talking about that, and I my question to him was was he bringing you back? <laughs> Because, you know, if he's not... <laughs> then all the power to him. <laughs> Everybody out there listening, they might want to uh, keep their eyes open for a job posting. <laughs> and uh, the other thing was, uh, so uh, Martin Garster approached me there as well. And so he was all excited. He was trying to plan a uh, a river trip, a whitewater river trip. Nothing too challenging. Well, he was on the, the mountain river. Mountain river. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, he... He joined David Lee on the Mountain River. Yes. So uh, what I, what he was uh, he approached me about is he's interested in is so he was mainly thinking a uh, a Quebec River or a Northern Ontario River. So he was thinking like uh, Des Moines River or the Missinaabe or the Sturgeon River or something like that. Right. And uh, so of note here is uh, you know I, I know Mike you uh, always listen to the show so Mike Burns uh, I need a uh, paddle partner. For uh, this uh, trip, it's going to... So if you know anybody, Mike. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so Mike, if you know anybody, I I need a paddle partner for this fall for doing a uh, trip. So yeah, Martin wants to do some kind of fall trip, right? I'm excited. It's going to be good. It's. uh, uh, I did the... uh, And we talked about this on the show. We talked about the uh, whitewater uh, course that we took with NKC Mm -hmm. in uh, in Ontario up by Bancroft. So it's, uh, it's an opportunity for me to use... At length, the uh, my uh, my budding uh, skills, my budding skills. Yes, I, you like and I, Mike both. Yes, uh, and yeah. now I have done a few trips. Like I've done the uh, Petawal River a couple times yeah. since then, right? And uh, but it's uh, we didn't do it as a whitewater trip. We did whitewater, but we didn't. It wasn't like a full-on whitewater trip. No, but this will be. This will be. Yes. So I'm excited for that. Start this buying is, your gear. Yes. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, another thing was uh, Sarah de Gregorio. She's uh, planning a. Uh, she she talked to us. She said she she wants. I want the paddle guys. <laughs> so what they're doing? Uh, she's uh, organizing a float your fanny down the Ganny, which is April fourteenth. Yeah, they do they do it every year. There's this big event that goes on in, in uh, Port Hope. It's the float float your fanny down the Ganny. Yeah, it's a ten kilometer race down the Ganaraska River uh, over the last set of rapids. Um, through Port Hope. Yes, right through right. the downtown. Yeah, it commemorates the 1980 flood that happened yes. in Port Hope, yeah. right? Uh, but yeah, they do it every year, and there's people. I mean, there, there's your normal canoes and kayaks that go over. Yeah. But then you get people in these just manufactured up and and <laughs> floating on things. whatever they can make float, strap yeah. it together, and let's let's float it down down the the Ganaraska River. Yes. So yes, she <laughs> she had mentioned that we we've got to do that. We've got to yeah. do that. And, and I guess and uh, what are we floating on? I guess the, some about an island, a yeah, floating so island, or something. I'm not sure. Man camping. Yeah, Scott Robinson. Scott Robinson, Robinson? has yeah, this yeah. floating island, inflatable 
tropical island thing and she said it'll hold like six to eight people really so i don't know how durable it is we'll find out what that hits that first rock and I we're all know. swimming <laughs> it's like this is like a this lake or pool inflatable thing really yeah so i don't know how durable it is but it should be interesting so in the water's gonna be cold so I, so do we want to be participants or spectators <laughs> i think we spe- will be spectators <laughs> I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we might end up... Uh, Wet. Walking. <laughs> In the river. Because <laughs> there's a lot of rocks and rollovers and it's it, there's a lot of... I've seen videos of them doing it and everybody's bouncing or whacking off something on the way down there, right? Depending well, on the there's water a couple level. of them. Yeah, the water level where yeah. people are going over a little lip in a rapid and mm-hmm. like they just get stuck. Yeah. And then people pile up behind them. Yes. And then once the first guy's free, the next guy's stuck. Yeah, it's like a log jam. (laughs) And this was a very uh, mild winter, so there's not going to be a lot of melt water. Mm -hmm. So I think the water levels will be fairly low. I think I'll be going down on a pair of stilts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and uh, another thing was uh, I got to, I I think we both did, but I know I I sat and I chatted with Warren King with... um, Mackay Paddle Mackay Surf. Mackay Paddle yeah. Surf. So we, and we had already planned on joining. He's going to take us out. And he's going to take us out down. Uh, he's a Frenchman's Bay or Rotary Park here in Ajax. And we're going to do some. Yeah. So some I paddle, was, uh, I was nailing down some more details and I was telling him about my research that I've been doing for stand up paddle boards. And, yeah. you know, it's, uh, the, so what I've kind of, the red was the paddle board that I've sort of narrowed it down to. So he's going to bring some inflatables for me to try and inflatable like stand up paddle boards for me to try. Yeah. 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 Um, and kayaking. My buddy Larry, um, he's got himself a pungo. What? A what? Pungo. It's a, a wilderness uh, systems um, kayak. Okay. Um, and he has access to another one. And you're going to buy one. I'm going to buy one. And the three of us are going to be going out, out of either Oshawa or Bowmanville to do a bit of kayaking for a Awesome. Day. Yeah. I'm up for that. You've just got to grow your beard longer to match Larry and me. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, no girls allowed, Derek. <laughs> and that reminds me, one of the things that I, uh, one of my goals, and and uh, if you're listening, Christina, I want, I would love to be able to get out on Georgia Bay for a kayak trip. So, uh Let's do it, Camper Christina. Um, yeah, no, that's it's. You know what? It's it's funny because tra- my wife Tracy was at the um, uh, film festival, and she ended up talking to David Lee because she's yeah. met him here in the okay. studio a couple times. And he's saying, you know, he's starting to try to diversify from what he does okay. instead of just canoeing, and that's why he's gotten the mountain, yeah, mountain climbing and hiking, all that sort of stuff. And that's basically exactly the same thing I'm trying to do and you're trying to do. Yep. To, you know, getting the kayak to, to get into the yeah, kayaking like and the stand-up paddle boarding. And it doesn't make sense to limit yourself. Yeah. There's so many options. We've been canoe and... tripping for 30-plus years. you got to yeah. start. You know, there comes a point where it's like, well, let's try something different. Mm-hmm. Add Not not to get – I'm not giving up canoe tripping by no, any. No, But, see, that's one of the reasons I'm getting one of the uh, – uh, I want to get a touring-style oh, kayak. Okay. Yeah. So I can still do my tripping just mm-hmm. in a different type of, of boat, right? And we still have to get somehow convinced Kevin Callan to let us join him on a canoe trip. I think if we just called Kevin Callan up and said, dude, here's where we're going. <laughs> Let's go. We're, we're going on this day. Here's the dates. Here's where we're going. Yeah. Are you in? I I don't even think yeah. there'll be a pause. Yeah. He'll probably already, well, he's already, he'll probably already be there waiting for us. The, all the times <laughs> that we've met up with him, the, like in, in conversation and stuff like that, he has mentioned quite a few times, like, oh, we got to get out and do a trip. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's really cool that, like, the networking I is, know. is such yeah. a big deal. And, and it, I mean, it was one, it was three hours over one evening. Yeah. And the amount of networking and tripping and just day trips even yes. that we've managed to nail down in one evening of three hours mm-hmm. is, is phenomenal. Yeah. And it just shows how much networking goes on in this, this paddling community. You yeah. know, and it doesn't matter what you're paddling. It's all the same. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, and I don't, 
I've never been one to uh, turn my nose up at, at a different sport. And I know some people tend to, but I don't think they do that now. I think it's like we talked about last week with, uh, with uh, uh, what is it, the Paddling Magazine, how they put everything yeah, under yeah, one roof. Yeah, rapid. And a lot of the people have talked about, yeah, this is this is great to bring everything together and broaden everybody's horizon. So I, it's really good. It's, uh, and, you know, and, you know, uh, we just got to figure out now find somebody who does uh rafting <laughs> i was talking the guy that was in the bathroom the, the, yeah the guy that was in the bathroom <laughs> oh, i should have gone to the bathroom and talked to him uh maybe he's still there uh <laughs> got trapped in the third stall from the left um oh i want to say owl rafting it wasn't owl rafting owls Ooh. on the ottawa river that's mkc yeah is that mkc mkc so maybe is it owl was rafting. owl then yeah um, I was talking to him and he said, yeah, come on down and we'll chat and we'll, yeah. we'll talk about, uh, uh, rafting and all that sort of stuff and we'll get you out on the water. So I've never been on one. Do, oh, I've, I was in one and then I was out of it <laughs> and then I was back in it. <laughs> I got ejected a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, it wasn't one of my happy times. So <laughs> I was ages ago though. That seems like a lifetime ago. So speaking of networking. Um, you know the camping family, the Sontags, yes. the camping yes. family. Well, their daughter Haley, who goes by the name Wild Canoes as a blogger. Yep. She's at Mohawk College. She's taking um she's taking journalism, not journalism. Uh Yeah, not journalism, video. Yeah, I should know it too. Um <sighs> Haley is going to make fun of you. I am just drawing a blank on what she's doing. You harass her with spam all the time. She's going to harass I you. I sent her this. some spam too, right? Did you? <laughs> yeah. She, it was a, we snuck it into her uh, her gear when we were winter camping. <laughs> anyway, it's like video, um, TV journalism, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, what they have to do is create a documentary for their third year project. Yes. Okay. So. Their project, which is why I think it's cool, and it's why we're bringing, I want to bring it up here because I, a lot of our listeners, I think, will think it's cool. Hap Wilson and Andrea Wilson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, their documentary is going to be called Wild Tomogamy Pursuing the Dream. And it features Canadian canoe icon Hap Wilson and his wife, Andrea Wilson. And talking to, to Hap and Andrea at the, the uh, Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show this yeah. year, he says, we're a team. We do mm-hmm. all this together, yeah. Which is which is cool. The documentary will be filmed at the Wilsons Cabin Falls Eco Lodge in Lady Evelyn Smoothwater Wilderness Park up in yes. Tomogamy, right? Yep. So they're going to go up there. They're going to film this this documentary about Half Wilson and, and Andrea. Um, the dream we're talking about is how special it is being a part of the few people that help to preserve and protect parts of the Tomogamy wilderness. Along with that comes fighting those outside pressures and following your passion and dreams regardless. Lastly, the best part is being able to share that dream and building a life and company with the person that you love in a place so special to you. The overall message of the documentary being that you can achieve the outdoor lifestyle as long as it's driven by a strong enough passion and to Hap and Andrea, this is their passion. So this is the documentary they're going to they're going to do. And to go with the sort of networking theme we're talking about, they've started a GoFundMe page to help them with the document because okay. it's not cheap. No, and they're it's not. they're college students, right? Yeah, exactly. So you know you yeah. help them out. So they've got a GoFundMe. Um, if you go to GoFundMe.com/slash/WildTamogamyDoc, uh, you can go there and donate money to them. Uh, the The filming will take place September 2018. So, you know, next September, they have anything from $100 donation to $500 donation levels. Yeah. And of course, there's all rewards that you'll get for okay. for how much you, you mm-hmm. pledge. Uh, on Facebook, you can go to Wild Tomogamy Doc, D-O-C, uh, and that'll point you to the GoFundMe page. That'll tell everything you need okay. to know about it and that sort of thing. Do they have a goal? Uh, $7,500. bucks. Seventy five hundred. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so, I mean, easily, that's, that's, that's super reachable. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like I say, with getting people to help it and everybody and your, your network and you get them all in together and, you yeah. know, you help them do this sort of thing. It's something I wouldn't mind seeing. Yeah, You absolutely. know, I mean, I was in there talking about going up and recording a podcast with them. So oh, why wouldn't I want to yeah. see uh, 
a video on it, yep. right? Which would be cool. So if you have any questions, uh, like I say, Wild Tomogamy Doc on Facebook or the GoFundMe page, or you can just drop us a line and we'll point you the way. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, help Haley and Michael out and uh, get them to do this documentary. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Swift's new cruiser 16-foot, 8-inch solo canoe. That's okay. the newbie. Um, I've got my Osprey through Swift. I've got my Prospector through Swift. I'm just a Swift junkie. Uh, they came out with this this year, and it's kind of weird. Um, kind of weird looking. Um, what do they call it? It's uh, 16 feet, 8 inches, ample water line, significant tumble home, a hybridized features of both marathon racing and expedition canoes it's kind of a weird look to it it looks like an hourglass in the middle yeah, yeah it's pinched in the middle it's like an hourglass it was it's weird and it's a solo canoe so i'm i'm confused by the design one yeah one but seat it it's thinner awesome. it's supposed to be really fast impressive tracking bountiful speed remarkable seaworthiness for middle to larger sized paddlers not large, I'm big boned. <laughs> <laughs> so it was made for you. It was made just for me. <laughs> Kevlar Fusion, 33 pounds. 33 pounds, that's awesome. Carbon Fusion, 31 pounds. Wow. Kevlar is $4,300. <laughs> Carbon <laughs> is $4,600. Ah, that's mind blowing. It's a, it's a really nice looking boat. It looking, is a nice uh, boat. Yeah. Um, my price range is 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I might have something for you. <laughs> Do you mind cardboard? <laughs> is it waterproof cardboard? Eh, waxed, for a while. Waxed at least. For a while. <laughs> so, yeah, check that out. Uh, uh, Swift, they've got it on their, their website, of course. Yeah. Um, I know they were up at, uh, well, they were at the, uh, launched it at Canucopia. Okay, yes. They, yes. they launched it there. Uh, they went up to Algonquin Outfitters in Huntsville, and they did uh, little test runs with it. Okay. And did some video. So if you go to their Facebook page and whatnot, there's video, and you can see the new thing. It looks like it's got the... Remember when I was talking about the Winona Canoe? Yep. Uh, I saw it at the Quiet Water Symposium, and it had all the uh, aluminum, black aluminum... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ...adjustable yeah. seat yes. sort of thing. Exa- it looks like they got the exact same mm-hmm. thing going on in this one. So you can, you know, sit down, you adjust it. And yes. But it's all, like, lightweight metal. Yeah. Right? So, eh. I, I've watched I'm not big on... I'm not big on... It, I mean, it's supposed to be lightweight. It's not supposed to be any different than the wood. Okay. I guess it's strong. It would be definitely it would be stronger. It would be stronger. It stands up I just better. Don't, I just personally hair. don't like the look of it. Yeah, I like wood. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't... <laughs> why are you giggling at that? I don't well, <laughs> know. I should really think before I speak. <laughs> You're the one giggling. No one was saying anything. But now that you mention, <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I don't like the the look of that tubular uh, black metal mm-hmm. aluminum yeah. stuff in and it. It w- just takes away from my. Yeah, my holy cow canoe that I bought, I, I had the option to do it with uh, wood gunnels and stuff, and I ended up deciding to do it with that round tubular aluminum gunnels just because of maintenance and care. I could mm-hmm. just drop it and forget it. I did, was, didn't have to worry about it. And, and honestly, that's all I do is like the, the things either sit. Oh, you, you're or, actually talking the gunnels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm talking everything that the seat's mounted to. Now, are you saying that the Swift Cruiser has that? Yeah, yeah, so the I'm, one I, that I was looking at, they had that metal. Yeah, because we framework that your seat I sits was, on. I was looking at the uh, the, the Swift uh, big video they put on Facebook about uh, oh all the 2018 lineup. The, the 2018 lineup. So the, all the struts and and kneeling yokes and everything like that, they're all uh, it's all carbon fiber or carbon Kevlar or yeah. whatever. So like there's. I think it's all. It depends on what model you're. Yes, getting. exactly. Yeah. So so go to the Swift site. Check that out. Uh, the Cruiser 16 foot eight inch solo canoe uh what do we got coming up here derek we got the ontario backcountry canoe symposium april 7th yes uh, about that. we're we're sponsors we're so sponsor, we're, we're, we're definitely going more prizes and yeah. stuff like that theater of the arts at university of waterloo nine in the morning till 3 30 in the afternoon i think there's only a couple of tickets left yes so if you want them you better yeah. get your butt moving yeah um and i do have tickets now yes <laughs> saw that <laughs> Uh, we were talking April 14th is the float your fanny down the ganny, so that's the weekend after. Yes. So we may be wet. 
Um, and then the weekend after that. Oh, weekend after that is the Ottawa Outdoor Adventure Show, April 20th to 22nd at the EY Center. Yes. And Sunday, May 6th, this is a bit down, but apparently it sells out really fast. Paddle the Dawn, $100 registration fee per boat, helps the uh, TRCA conserve the natural systems in the Toronto region, provide opportunities to educate, engage the public in and the importance of protecting the Dawn River. So check that out if you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's take a quick break here and we'll come back. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka and Halliburton. Hey, this is Sean Rowley, and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. Well, Derek, that's it for this week's show. Another exciting episode. It was, it was. Uh, so next year, marketing your calendar, the Tuesday after St. Paddy's Day is the Paddling Film Festival. It'll be our third annual. Yep. 2019. Happy World Water Day. Yes. Enjoy it. Do something <laughs> water, nature related. Yep. Happy third day of spring. Happy third day of spring. Uh, check out the wild tomogamy doc gofundme page uh at gofundme.com or on facebook and uh help the help some students out uh go check out some new all the new lineup from swift canoe and come see us on april 7th in waterloo at the ontario backcountry canoe symposium thanks everybody for listening this week i'm sean Rowley, and i'm derek specht we'll see you next time <laughs>